here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. How's everybody doing today on the Dharmic Evolution podcast? Welcome back. Uh, Always glad to have you folks along for the ride. Going to do something completely different today. And I purposely do not have a guest today because I wanted to talk to you one-on-one about investing. Where are you spending your time and currency? So I want to get into this today. But before we do, don't forget to go over to the Dharmic Evolution website, dharmicevolution.com, and sign up for your favorite platform because the show will come to your phone every single uh, release that we put out, um, always on a Friday morning early. And um, you can get your favorite platforms right at the website. So in a moment, I'm going to come back and we're going to get into this investing. So I'm glad to have you guys along and I hope this is going to be something special for you. I'm sure it is. So what am I doing? I'm not an investment guy. Uh, I'm not even, uh, you know, capable of uh, teaching you about investing. But I have questions and I have ideas. So I hope you're going to enjoy this, um, what I have to say. You know, I read lots of newsletters, um, probably three to five every day. And uh, I'm interested in a lot of different things in the investment world. I'm interested in a lot of writers. Um, there's, but I, I notice there's these marketing friends, frenzies around us all the time. And like anything that gets pushed out onto the internet, um, we get inundated with offers and sensational open my email first headlines that, you know, they desperately try to bait you with doom or gloom or both. And um, there's a whole science behind how to get people to open your emails. And I've studied people who are really proficient at this, like Frank Kern comes to mind immediately. Um, Tony Robbins is another one who teaches uh, neuro-linguistic programming, which Frank became kind of a master at that. And I I think actually Frank studied under Tony. Well, who hasn't like read Tony's work and done some studying under Tony Robbins? So, you know, that's a whole thing of how can I get people to open my email? So some of them are you know, they're kind of captivating, you know, they, they, they're going into like sensationalism almost now to get you to open that email. So I just dug a couple out from yesterday's email, which I get so much email and I'm sure you guys do too. Here's a few. Do this now. Market crash. Try this. Make a million dollars in a month without working. I'm playing in Nashville next week. Portable green generators could save millions of lives. A new economic force threatening 2022, not inflation. Only hours left, 40 to 60% off of deals that will make you swoon. I haven't swooned in years, so I'm anxious to look at that one. Don't miss out on a $199 romantic getaway. The bullish sign is good news for Bitcoin. And on and on it goes. So they're just a few of the subject lines that I just grabbed out of my inbox today. 
So we are probably uh, both on the same mailing lists. So what do you invest in? Is it real estate, the stock market, bonds, precious metals, NFTs, cryptos, the metaverse, maybe all of the above? That is great. Diversify your portfolio. That is the bellwether cry for most financial advisors, as they all have their own personal bias uh, to what they know works for them. But that's a big one. You know, diversify, diversify. So all of the above pertains to wise investing for this world, but this world is so finite, you could slice it with a knife. Too few people are really focused on what comes next, and even fewer are investing in their eternal future. Whoa, what you thought I was going to talk about cryptos or something, right? So does this concern you at all? I know, I know. I'm going to get to it. That's what everybody says. I'll spend some time on this as soon as I, as soon as I, what? Get my kids through college. Get that promotion or raise. Become successful in business. Make a million dollars. Get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. For most, it is always later when it comes to God. You know, but he does not do that to us. Most of us have more food, comforts, possessions, belongings that could sustain a small village elsewhere in the world. But a lot of us sulk around with our heads bent over, depressed and obsessing over silly things in the future that have nothing to do with our present state of here and now. And I think a lot of us forget to be thankful. So I want to ask you, how often do you speak with the Lord? Do you speak to him at all? Do you pray? If so, how do you pray? Do you mumble quickly through all the prayers you may have been taught as a youngster? That's not really praying. Uh, that's just simple mechanical memorization, you know, following a historical protocol that you were told to do. I mean, real praying, real praying is honestly and earnestly pouring out your heart to the Lord and asking for divine guidance and wisdom from the Holy Spirit. Most of us only do this when we find ourselves in time of real trouble or sorrow or some kind of life crisis that brings us to the precipice of our mortality and possible demise. You ever do that? You ever end up like all of a sudden God's your best friend, like when you're in really, really deep, dark trouble. You don't know how you're going to get out of this thing and you'll promise almost anything if only, if only, if only, here come the deals, right? Is this any way to have a relationship? Really? Would you do that with a person? Some people do that all the time. You know, it's called a fair weather friend. It's like people come around only when they want something from you. And then, you know, you call them up after you haven't seen them in a long time. You don't even get a return phone call. I have quite a few of those. Um, you know, but that's no way to have a relationship with anyone especially Almighty God. So to have any relationship at all, you know, you have to start at the beginning in prayer, asking for help, asking for forgiveness for our sins. And uh, trust me, I am not pontificating or advocating that I am free from sin. I'm a Christian chaplain, but quite the opposite. If you live on planet Earth, you have been, were, and most certainly are a sinner.
but we keep going. You don't give up. That's the pathway we got to take. I want to just um, share this story. Most of you have heard this story, but how Jesus handled the situation with the Pharisees when they're always trying to ensnare him um, in his teachings because they didn't believe him, who he was, or anything about him. But these people were all gathered around, and they were about to stone this woman to death as they were condemning her for adultery. And the Pharisees all stood around with their authoritative posture, quoting to Jesus that this is the law of Moses. So they did this to elicit reaction from Jesus as he bent down and began to write with his finger on the ground. They continued questioning him. He straightened up and said to them, If any of you here is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone. And again, he stooped down to write on the ground. At this, those who heard one by one, they dropped their stones and began to go away one at a time, the older ones first, until only Jesus was left with the woman standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you. Go now and leave your life of sin. So you don't mess with the Jesus. <laughs> you know, you can't uh, fight truth and incredible wisdom. And he, he just shamed all of those people just immediately. And, you know, this gets into, I want to talk a little bit about judging people. And this was such a nemesis of mine. I struggled with this for years. You know, just always getting judgmental. It's almost like it was kind of built into me. And I became aware of it um, quite a while back now, but it's still something I struggle with. And I think we all, you know, fall down this rabbit hole all the time. It's like you just find yourself all of a sudden you're, you're, you're having a, a judgmental crisis in your mind about some person that you just saw and you're judging them without knowing anything about them. You know, it teaches us a lot about ourselves, that story. You know, do you ever stand in judgment of others? And, you know, we're taught, do not judge or you will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the me measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? So some gems, uh, I think that's from Matthew um, so let's be careful about how we judge others. You know, when we may be carrying as much or more sin than the ones we are condemning for their transgressions. So it's the old, you know, you don't judge a book by its cover. You never know what somebody is going through, um, what they're suffering from, what's on their mind, uh, what kind of challenges they have. So it's it's always humbling to come back to earth, get your feet planted firmly on the ground and say, all right, let me get a little more grounded here and a little more compassion in my, my soul before I just jump to judgment on anything. So getting back to the subject of investing, how much or how little of your time do you invest in your spiritual life? I'm certain it is not nearly enough. We're all distracted by all the tiny, shiny objects that surround us all the time. A thousand distractions a day, and all of them seem so important. If I don't grab it, I'm going to miss it. You ever do that? <laughs> I'm guilty of sin with that. Um, have you ever signed up for a training course and then stop after only two sessions? Or worse yet, not even show up at all? You ever sign up for a digital product like a Kindle book or order a new album online and then don't even read it or listen to it? 
I think somebody started a business that goes in and watches over your credit cards and alerts you to all of the subscriptions you ordered, pay for each month or year, and don't even use. So, you know, so many of us are guilty of the gluttony and that it's, it's not even funny. I'm laughing because I had done this one year. I just went through all of my stuff and I said, I don't believe I, I have all these things that I'm paying for that I don't even need half of them. And I just cleaned house, you know, and stripped everything down. That's another thing that's fun to do for your, uh, your mental and spiritual health. Clean everything out, man. Get rid of all your clothes. Go to the mission. Drop off coats you're not using, you know, clothes you're not using. Even food that you have that's still good that you're not going to eat. You know, bring it up to the mission. Um, there's plenty of places that would love to see you come through the door with that. So where are we really missing something? It's not in this life here on earth. This is just a very, very short bus stop that we all find ourselves waiting at. The ultimate focus and excitement for all should be, where am I going after this? As death is a certainty for all humankind, but we don't live that way, do we? We live like we're going to be here forever. We put so much hard work, dedication, blood, sweat, and tears into our earthly investments, and then we just casually shrug off our relationship with the Lord as if we're missing a baseball game of a team that we're not even that interested in. Are you not even the least bit interested in who has offered to host your life for all eternity? I mean, think about that. For all eternity. There are many rooms in my father's house, spoke Jesus. And if you have heard and accepted his calling, one of those rooms has your name on it. For all eternity. Man, that's a long time. And hey, I'm not calling for everybody to drop their earthly responsibilities, investments, caring for their families, running their businesses, earning a good living. You know, if you like earning money, make as much money as you like. Just don't make it your God. Whatever you keep rolling around in your mind every minute of every day becomes your God. What about trying to keep your focus on the Lord? Make Him your God and all the rest of what you want easily falls into place. People around the world get so consumed with their careers. It makes no difference what career, it doesn't matter. Could be politics, sports, entertainment, fashion, media, makes no difference. For most at the top of their game, there is little or no room for God, not enough time. It's been trendy, even fashionable, to kick the Lord out of our schools here in the United States. The ultimate slap in the face for this amazing country that some of us were gifted to thank him by throwing him out of our schools. You know, you got to be very careful of how you, know, how you tread because you tread in dangerous waters when you behave like this. Remember this one. But whoever denies me before men... I also will deny before my Father who is in heaven. That's from Matthew 10.33. Do you really want to take that chance? There are only two choices when you leave this earth. You're either going up or you are going down. Our Lord is a kind and loving God, but He is a jealous God. And He can be an angry God when He's pushed and disrespected. 
or he sees you worshiping false gods before him. No excuses. God does not accept excuses. Have you ever given someone a beautiful gift and they ignored you and the gift? Not even any acknowledgement of the gift? How did that feel? Do you really think that God is totally unfeeling? If you were ascending into heaven, praise the Lord and I am ultimately happy for you. If you are not, I am sad and I am terrified for you. I know quite a few agnostics out there and we've all heard the battle cry that most religious zealots are a bunch of kooks. Well, I couldn't agree more. However, the fact that mankind has twisted, turned, and proselytized religion into so much confusion has nothing to do with God whatsoever. People have taken poetic license and political liberties with this holy scripture that in no way has anything to do with the truth of Jesus' teachings and his father's gospel. This kind of behavior has gone on since the beginning of time, and let's not forget whose world this is. The prince of darkness has influence everywhere. Just flip on your TV, go to YouTube or any social media channels, and you can see the horror and the filth influence everywhere. We are living in terrible times, so it is time to wake up, people. The time is now. Your perpetual life is at stake. So you better start reprioritizing your investing now. I want to talk about death for a minute or two. You know, it's a, a really funky kind of subject. People feel it's very, very uncomfortable to talk about. Um, and there's a lot of um, misinformation about death. I think people don't understand when we die, and especially if it's a self-inflicted death, talking about suicide, you know, that's a way out. But it's not a way out because when God creates a being, that is eternal life. It's like, and think about this for a minute. Why would God go and create a person only to have them die and that's it? It doesn't make any sense. There's, there's no reason for it. Your body is simply the thing you walk around in. It's like a car. And, you know, it wears out just like automobiles do. So eventually the body wears out, but what, what happens to the essential me and you? That spirit lives on. So if you think you're going to cheat death by killing yourself, think again. You will, you will be held accountable for your actions. And, you know, you don't want to do that. If anybody out there knows somebody who, has, who is contemplating that or in real trouble and you think they're heading down that path, please get them help right away because they need to be talked off the ledge. Listen, every single person, I'm sure at one time or another, has contemplated the idea of maybe I shouldn't just be here. But you can't do that. First of all, you can't do it for the sake of your family, your loved ones, you know, cleaning up after your mess. No, no, you're not going to do that. So rethink it. Get some help. If you know somebody who's struggling, get them some help. But think about the Lord's idea of he created all of us for a very specific purpose. You know, Einstein gave us a clue here when he stated, energy can neither be created or destroyed. 
only transformed. The only exception to that rule is the Lord can do anything. And it just goes to the point of if your life force has been created, it's been created for eternity. And eternity, again, is a long time. And I know where I'm going, and it ain't down there. I'm going to heaven, okay? When my work is complete here on earth, I will be in heaven singing for my heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. You know, the Lord did not create us to drift around aimlessly for all eternity. I can only imagine the great journeys that he will have us on and the fabulous works that we will be able to do for all eternity. I mean, these pictures of floating around aimlessly in heaven, you know, playing the harp, you know, is that really what you want to do? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I think we all have a little more ambition than that, right? So do you know where you're going after this life? How much time, again, do you invest in each week? I know I'm asking for the second time. Each month, do you take care of your health, your car's health, your home? But how much do you put into the spiritual you that is everlasting and will continue on for eternity? You know, as human beings, we are time-bound. We're really unable to completely grasp eternity. I mean, I think about it and I can't even, I can't even wrap my thinking around it because it's so long. <laughs> it's like we, we think in dimensions of time, you know, a beginning, a middle, an end, etc. But uh, suffice it to say, it's a long time. You don't want to be on the wrong side of this opportunity. So start investing right now, right this minute. Speak to the Lord Jesus. He is your personal intercessor and represents your place in heaven. What is there to even think about? Like the Nikes say, just do it, baby. And you just start by speaking to him. So let's close out this podcast with Speak to Me. Um, this is a song I had written for uh, the end of the Gratitude album. And I thought I wrote this a song about a relationship between a man and a woman having an entire conversation with each other without saying a word. But after we mastered it, the song and pressed it and put it on the Gratitude album, you know, I was listening to it one day and I said, this, this sounds to me like a conversation with the Lord and myself. Um, it could easily be that. And I think part of it um, was because that's where the song came, came from. So um, thanks for listening into this today. I hope you took some pearls of wisdom. I want to wish you all of God's blessings. Please start paying attention to your investment in you, your spiritual you. Time is short. We don't have much of it left, but you can start this like you can start it right now. Until the next time, be blessed, my friends. Demarcation melt apart. 
Cherish every single color in your silhouette Your presence and your inner voice would always cut right through All the noise I acquired them through the language of uncertainty And I've learned that simple silence holds a key Enlighten me Yeah.